0: i was headed back from east of eden she was headed back to
1: Back to the movie Draft House. I'm your host Mark, joined
2: by co-host Jeff. This time I'm, I've cracked open a lemon Lacroix. Ooh! I switched it up because I'm in the house of drafts across uh, from Mark, and hey. under the banner of the Draft House, as we do on our draft episodes. We are live and in person.
1: That's correct. And uh, right now the uh, the TV is playing uh, the scenic views because um, we just finished watching. Well. A movie. We did finish watching the movie, but before we get into what we watched this week, we got to plug some music. And this month, we uh, we are extremely grateful for the South Carolina alternative rock man.
2: It, yeah, he's got. A we watched a superhero movie. We could be in, 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 alternative rock man.
1: Alternative rock man. Yep. Uh Rustin Kelly with his song Michael Keaton. Uh, you can catch his music wherever you get your music How from. Appropriate. Yeah, uh, he's also a superhero. Right. Um, anyways, uh, hit the show notes, get all the links to his uh, social media accounts, and you can uh, uh, throw him a like, a follow, or subscribe. Uh, Jeff. Hey. What we just fin- finish watching?
2: Well, we we just finished the month of May. Uh, which has been alternate dimension month, alternate timelines, what have you. And I think we, all five weeks... Multiverse, if you will. There you go. All five weeks we've hit the theme. Uh, uh, some yeah. Of, some of us better than others.
1: Wait, we didn't have five. five.
2: Four <laughs> weeks we hit the theme, so we can't all be makes. <laughs> so this time we watched um, a film called, because it was my choice, so I, of course, picked something good, called in uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, from the year it came out, because I just f- flipped... Uh, yeah, yeah
1: that, that year. Yep.
2: Tw- 2018? Yep, 2018. It runs for an hour 57, and it stars... Uh, Samek Moore, Jake Johnson, Haley Steinfeld, Masaraha Ali, whose name I always misspeak, uh, Brian uh, Titree Henry, uh, Lily Tomlin, Zoe Kravitz... Uh, John Mulaney, uh, Mul- 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 Mulaney, Mulaney, <laughs> the stand-up comedian guy. Nicolas Cage, <laughs> Catherine Hobb, Leave Shriver, and a brief appearance by Chris Pine.
1: You know, it's uh, this film has a ton of uh, ton of voice actors, and it's uh, like I didn't even realize Haley Steinfeld did the voice of Gwen Stacy while we were watching it. I didn't even feel yeah. like that until you just said that.
2: Now, how many times have you seen this? This is probably my third time. Yeah. I'm probably about the same third or fourth. Uh, I saw it in theaters when the year it came out May. It came out Christmas, so I might have seen it the next year, you know. But I saw it while it's in its first run in theaters and adored it. Um, Left the theater thinking it's the best Spider Man movie, possibly one of the best uh, superhero movies of all time.
1: I. uh, Yeah, I I believe I went with my my kids to see this in the theaters, and uh, just remember thinking after the first time we watched it that this may be the best comic book film, Uh, like like, you know, just in general. Full stop. Full stop. Comic book film. It is, and it's an animated film. That's so. That's and that's what makes it even. Uh, even more uh, appealing to me is that it was created with portraying com- the style that you read a comic book in, and the animation that's done in comic books portrayed on film. And uh, it's a it's an awesome story. It's a, it's an it's an um, interwoven story, is because there's a lot of different threads. Uh, but it is your. Origin story slash hey, coming up, coming together of everything that um, that I we thought no- you were going to say coming of age, which it is. Uh, sure, yeah, it is. Um, but it, it's just it it doesn't. And the, I mean, the movie goes out of its way to tell you, "Hey, let's do this one more time." Let's tell you the origin so, of Spider Man.
2: Yeah, it's it, so according to the the whole thing at this time. So uh, the new the 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 Spider-Man in the MCU has started at this point, I believe. Yeah. So uh, one of the things going into that is I better not see Uncle Ben die again. <laughs> don't, don't kill <laughs> Uncle Ben again. Like everybody who was sick of seeing Uncle Ben get killed and they didn't, they didn't kill Uncle Ben in that movie. They didn't kill Uncle Ben in this. Although in this movie, you know, it's Uncle Ben and no spoilers for the MCU ones, but you should watch. It's really good. Um, so, this one centers around Miles Morales. Now, have you read any of the comics? Are you comic booky at all?
1: I, I mean, I'm I, I'll be honest, I haven't read a comic book since I was a teenager. Um but I I mean, I know who Miles Morales is. I know I know his lore in the uh in the, the Pantheon of Spider-Man. Uh and you know, honestly, he's he's this generation Spider-Man. He's he's not our generation Spider-Man.
2: Well, our generation Spider-Man is still Peter Parker as well. So because of um, the guy whose name I can't think of, the young kid that's playing, what's his name? Tom Tom Holland. Tom Holland, thank you. So you have that Spider-Man, and this is the Miles Morales in the comics. So I'll nerd out for a minute, because I have (laughs) read the comics. In the comics, there are, of course, multiverses, but at the time, there are two main ones. 616, which is what we know as being the main Marvel universe. And then this other one called the Ultimate Universe is where Miles Morales is from. They have a very different Spider-Man, but it is the same Peter Parker again. Right. And he gets killed by Green Goblin. Miles witnesses it shortly after, or shortly beforehand, he gets spider powers and then
1: his... So this was all very accurate. To a degree. To a a degree, right.
2: Because the whole multiverse part didn't come into it. So the... He never gets trained by Peter Parker because the real the Peter Parker in his world dies. He does later meet six one six Peter Parker. It's his thing has been retconned so much and makes no sense. But the <laughs> the early story of Miles is really really good. Um, you know the the stuff with the Prowler being his uncle Aaron is in the comics. In the comics, his mom dies, but then she gets retconned back to life. Whatever, but the whole thing with Uncle Aaron being the Prowler is done better in the movie. Okay. Like, in the comics, he's kind of like, you know how there's a moment in this movie where he chooses either Miles or his life of crime. Right. And he chooses Miles. Right. In the comics, he chooses a life of crime. He's a real dick. Um, (laughs) So I like this Uncle Aaron way better. Uncle Aaron, voiced by Ali, who um, is already in the Marvel Universe, is... Oh, co- we
1: haven't seen him yet, but...
2: yo yeah, yeah. Well, if you count... Okay, yes, oh, the, he's played, but he was also in...
1: The end credits of... Uh,
2: no, he was in... Don't tell me any spoilers about Guardians. I haven't seen it yet.
1: No, he's not in that.
2: Okay. <laughs> but um, he was uh, in the Luke Cage show. He was the main villain in the original season of Luke Cage.
1: I'd have to go back and watch it. You
2: know? Yeah. No, you don't. It's fine. Luke, I, the whole Luke Cage thing, I, was just, eh. I like the casting yeah. of that Luke Cage, and yeah. I hope they keep him, because they're, bringing back, they... they're bringing back Charlie Cox's Daredevil. Right. So I hope they keep pretty much all of them except for Iron Fist. Uh, he can die in a fire. <laughs> so... <laughs> I, as a comic book fan, this movie is fan y Yeah. There's a lot of, like... So not only have I read his, I've read most of Spider-Gwen. Okay. In this movie, Spider-Woman. Right. Her storyline. So going into this movie, I was extra hype. Because I'm in the middle of reading. It's like my comic book peak. Okay. Of me reading comics. I kind of got out of it because the shit's expensive. But <laughs> I... Loved the movie because of all the nods in the comics. Uh, there's little things like in the phone, like uh, Miles's dad has Steve Ditko in his contacts, who okay. is the creator of Spider-Man, right, along right. with Stan Lee. Although arguably he did most of the creation, Steve Ditko. And then on Miles' phone, you see B Bendis, who is the writer who came up with Miles Morales. Interesting. Yeah, okay. there's just little things like yeah, little that. Yeah, little Easter eggs. Yeah, I love. Uh what I can't wait for, because the new movie's coming out soon. When this releases, I think we're like a few weeks away. And what I like so much about this and reading the Miles Morales comics and to a greater extent the Gwen comics are the different takes on the superheroes and villains in those worlds. Yeah. So in this one, you 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 get the goblin y green goblin, the one that's like the big monster, right, right.
1: which is Something we haven't seen in the live version.
2: Right. You you get the Norman Osborn one, although that's still Norman Osborn. He's just turned himself into an actual ogre. Right. Um And then you... But what I like is this Doc Ock. Yeah. Because in the comics, the Doc Ock is kind of the same shit again. But um this Doc Ock is awesome, voiced by Katherine Hahn. Yeah. Who already is in the MCU. But you got to love her. She's amazing. And I just, when that happened, I was like, yes. Like, because the first time I saw it, it didn't click. Right. Right. Even though there's, you see her name is Olivia kind of in the background and you don't know it's Octavius. And then like the reveal's awesome. And you're like, I'm a nerd. Yay. (laughs) Um, And so I'm looking forward to in the sequel and hopefully a long line of sequels, even more of that. So like in Gwen's universe in the comic books, Kingpin isn't Wilson Fisk. Okay. It's Matt Murdock. Interesting. AKA okay. Daredevil. Right. So the, I just looking forward to that sort of stuff. I'm looking forward to more Spider-Man. We get a teaser at the end of the movie for uh, Miguel, who is Spider-Man 2099. We get that teaser. So I'm looking forward to that. And then um there's already rumors of the casting. I'm trying to avoid any spoilers because I'd rather go in and just right. be freaked out surprised. <laughs> but um
1: nerd gasm in the scene.
2: Totally. Uh and plus you get the, they do such a great job voice act casting yeah. in this. Yeah. Like Chris Pine is the the Spider-Man that dies at the beginning right. of the movie. The
1: the mom Morales is Peter Parker.
2: Right. Yes, that's a good way to put it. And he's awesome. And it, you don't and it's kind of like almost a throwaway because yeah. he's he's barely in the movie. You don't really need to get Chris Pine of all people, but they do. And then they have um Jake Johnson, who's great who's, com- who's
1: not as well known as Chris Pine. Yeah, uh, as your main guy. Right. And he's he's awesome.
2: Yeah, he's a, a comedic actor, although I can't place all the different things I've seen yeah, well, him in. I
1: mean, most recently he was in um what was it, The Girl Next Door
2: the girl next door to the window in the house upstairs from the.
1: Yeah. That one with, um, Zoe Deschanel. Uh, yeah, it was not thumbing
2: through his filmography. I don't see anything. I recognize him from, I know I rec like I see his face. I'm like, I know that guy. Yeah. I mean, he's he's been, been in some TV shows, hands on a handful of movies. Uh, um, anyway, he's great in this yeah. because he plays the washed up Peter Parker. Who's overweight came from the other universe. Gray hair.
1: I mean, he's just, he is, he's a, a relatable everyman who happens to also be funny. Um, and New Girl. The show is New Girl. Right. Uh, and it ran for like seven years. Um, well,
2: yeah, that that's right. That's it, the show is Zoe Dashing Up. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. Um, Max Greenfield and the other guy. Yeah. Uh, but then we got, um, you know, so what I really loved about, uh, you know, the other Spider people in the film is we get uh um you know the anime spider uh spider girl and um and I Penny thought parker and her you know we don't get too much in of her story other than you know she's from the year thirty thirty one or something um and uh the radioactive spider has a a mech that it controls um and she's just kind of this like
2: she helps with the mech. Right. She's in the mech. And, right. Yeah, it's a really cool. Because the thing is, is so many of these other Spider Men's in the comics are they're just Spider Man, right. right? And so Miles has a couple powers that make him different than just being what we're used to. And um, they did a good job in this movie, kind of selecting ones with different powers. Although Gwen is pretty much just has the same powers. Um, So, I'm wondering if they'll do like there's another Spider Woman that's in the same universe that the uh, 616 universe, Jessica Drew. I I don't wonder they'll do her. Anyway, I'm a nerd, is what I'm trying to say.
1: (laughs) I think, you know, I I think the main reason Gwen's here is, you know, she's a potential love interest. Um, For sure. And, and, you know, it's, uh, and by also tying it into, hey, she's also, she also has these spider powers. Um, and I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Hey, you know, um, she no, is. It's,
2: yeah. I, I was on board cause I, like I said, I was at the time reading both of their comics religiously. And so I was like, woo, 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 boo, 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 two for one. <laughs> and they do have a sequence where they kind of date briefly and decide that, Hey, cause we live in these alternate dimensions. Let's just be friends. It's kind of like dating your cousin. No,
1: I mean twice removed.
2: Okay. Where are you from, Kentucky? <laughs> anyway, no offense to people from Kentucky.
1: No, um, so like, all right, what what do you think of the uh, the animation style? Because this is this is very um, at the time it, it came out, it was uh, this animation style hadn't really ever been done before, at least so that I know of. Yeah. Um, and this this film ended up making a bajillion dollars uh, in the theater, not as much
2: as Mario, but a pretty good amount. <laughs> yeah. So I really like it. I think it separates it from other animated films. Like I just mentioned Mario. That movie is just a really well-made Mario movie. There's nothing th- special about it. Right, right. And it's like, take the game, make it the movie. And this, they looked at the comics and they, they drew upon that where you have, they're able to use that comic book style to actually show the different spider man in their different forms like um peter porker spider ham is just a 2d cartoon right everybody else is a a rendered 3d thing and but because of the art style they chose he doesn't stand out but if you pay attention you're like oh yeah he is he's just a cartoon yeah and you know spider-man noir can be look black and white and still fit in the landscape of what's going on. So uh, I really like it. I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if there are people who watched it and were like, just turned off by it completely. Um, Well, it's not, it's not your typical animation. Yeah. Um, It's got like a low frame rate,
1: Um, which allows it allows the film to do more. I believe.
2: Well, it, it it also makes it feel like you're flipping the pages of a flip book in that, that style of animation. So I really like it, and then we've got the new Ninja Turtles movie coming out that kind of, I think, does a grittier, like, from the trailer. Looks like a shittier version of it, but they are going to go for it. <laughs> it's just darker, and it's yeah. harder to see what's happening. We'll see when the movie comes out. Um, it should be good. Seth Rogen is playing Rocksteady. Um, anyway, the uh, so I liked it. What do you think as far as the art? No, yeah. I, 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 um, visuals.
1: I thought it was it's unique. It is, um, it's like super well done to the point where I I've, when we were watching it here, I just remember thinking I was like I was like, damn, this is a fucking cool ass movie, um, and it's not simply because of you know the voice actors or um, you know the story. It's just simply how how it was made and the different things that the that the animators could do with the animation style and blending different different types of animation like you have the anime uh you know uh what what's her, what's her name again Penny Parker Penny Parker um you know i mean she's she's drawn dry, like an anime character mm-hmm. uh, and she's 2D yeah right and so um and then you know uh Norse uh Spider-Man who is i, I thought brilliantly Oh. Uh, subdued by Nick Cage.
2: Yeah, it's so the Nick Cage casting is one of my favorite things of all time because uh you've seen Kickass. Yes. And I love him in Kickass yeah. where he's he's basically doing an Adam West impression. Uh so this was just more goodness from Nick Cage. Yeah. It's uh I, and so it's a lot of a lot of
1: this to me I I didn't feel like he it was too much fancers. there's a there's a lot um but i think a lot of it played into the story
2: yeah and a lot of it is in the background right. it's for nerds like me to go wow ah! right yeah. um and that but like
1: at the same time the story uh the story's really good i, I wanted a little bit more backstory into my watching it this time i wanted more backstory into miles morales
2: and what more would you want i thought i want, like- I,
1: want I want i want i want more about his relationship with his father um, why is their relationship so strained?
2: It's not super strained. It's it's teen angst for that he's going through and his dad's doing the best job he can, but Miles is going through his own changes in a lot of ways. Being bit by the spider is often quite literal, not puberty. literally, but <laughs> is represented in puberty and things like that. So Great. they kind of have some differences. I mean, the movie
1: even says that, hey, I'm going through puberty.
2: Yeah, they, well, they have some differences of opinion. Like, uh miles is into graffiti art and his dad is not his dad is a cop and his uncle aaron is very much like let's go tag some stuff and so he kind of relates with uncle aaron who's a bad influence in the sense that he's actually a criminal although he keeps that life separate from miles so uh,
1: i mean you can i mean you can make the argument that his uncle aaron is everything that he wants in a father from a freedom standpoint. Um
2: in a bad father kind of way. Sure, yeah, yeah. Right. And I, and I'm sure that there are people who have those sort of parental uh representatives in their lives. Well, this one lets me do everything right. I want. Right. And that's not good. And I think that the movie does a good job with that. I, also, it really helps that Masarra Ali is so good in his voice acting in the film. I don't think you're getting his first name right. I am not. That's why I called him Ali. It's the only thing I felt confident with. Um, Call me if you're (laughs) listening to this and you want to tell me how to say it. Um, But he's really, really good and the character is probably my favorite part of the movie is Prowler also. So if you don't, if you haven't seen the movie, just go watch it. But you've probably seen it by now. The Prowler is uncle Aaron but the prowler is so cool in this movie he's got the claws he has an awesome bike a sweet cape with collar and (laughs) mask but he also has this droning theme that whatever he's on screen it's like a yeah yeah, like something right out of a Nolan movie you know that that humming yeah oh it's good and it it's like hoary. and there's the scene in the apartment when he's wandering around and you don't I knew going into the theater, it was Uncle Aaron. But maybe if you didn't read the comics, you'd be like, Who is this guy? Why is he in Uncle Aaron's apartment?
1: I think I might have had that reaction the first time I saw it because, you know, not knowing anything about the Miles Morales story. Um, And then, you know, he he unmasks and it's like, What?
2: Yeah, it's crazy. It's really good. And then you get the scene where Miles and him were on top of Aunt May's house and, you know, he unmasks and. Uncle Aaron makes the right choice right. and gets killed for it. So I I, I love all of that. Um what do you, I mean I could you, just sit here and tell you how much I love this. No, no, no.
1: And you know, <laughs> and, and like we have said in the past, these these episodes where we both really like a movie just don't last very long. But uh what did you think of uh Mal Morales's Peter Parker's Batcave, essentially?
2: Oh, it's dope, isn't it? <laughs> so, what I like more than that is Aunt May in this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that Aunt May not only knew that Pete was Spider-Man. She was helping him. She was like his Alfred. Right, right. Yeah, and uh, had the awesome spider cave. All the cost, Like, did you notice all yeah. the costumes? One of them was the PS4 Spider-Man costume.
1: I'm not that much. I'm not that nerd. I, but I, you played yeah, PS4 yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, sure. So but I, I as don't make someone note of what the,
2: the suits oh are. God, this man. But they had all these awesome suits from various. Yeah, I remember lines. going around
1: and collecting all the suits from the so game. So
2: you are a nerd. Yeah, Let's, no, I played the game. Okay, and you don't recognize the one suit that is he he wears in the game at the uh, beginning. Sure. No. I,
1: yeah, I'd have to. I, you'd have to put it in front of me for me like, yeah, that one. Okay. Anyway,
2: <laughs> maniac. Um, but like all that's fan service, but it's kind of fun. One thing I have, I could say on this being my third or fourth time watching, there are things that I'm like, well, wait a minute, because in this movie, he's been Spider-Man for what, two years? Who, Peter Parker? The The Miles Morales Peter Parker. Doesn't he say at the beginning is for the last two years, I've been Spider-Man. He has a Spider-Man cave. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, because uh, Spider-Man from the other world has been Spider-Man for 20 years. Yeah. And so everybody was at two, right? Right, right, right. Two, two years, day, two, two days. days, ended up being Miles, you know. And so how do they have a big spider cave after two years? Whatever. I let it go. <laughs> Not a big deal. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I love the spider cave. I love Aunt May. I think that having her in that role, and especially a place that Miles can now go.
1: Right. And I, I love the fact that at the towards the end of the movie where he goes to get his suit and he goes, and he's going to he's gonna break the lock, but he walks up to it, and the lock recognizes him as Spider-Man. I thought it yeah. was really cool. Yeah. Um, you know, a rite of passage of, you know... And it's just like, the movie does such a really... Does a really good job of establishing the timeline of Miles Morales at, on his journey through becoming Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, and it never rushes any singular aspect of him becoming Spider-Man. He kind of figures it out while he's also trying to help his new friends save save the save all their universes, um, and, uh, and and like at the and the story doesn't resolve itself until Miles Morales figures out how to be Spider Man, um, and I just I think that's re- that's a really good bit of storytelling is is how do I tell how do how do we tell this origin story of a character, of a, of an iconic superhero without rushing it. And when, meanwhile, when we know the audience has seen this countless times before.
2: You just haven't seen Miles.
1: Right. 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 And so I think that, I mean, like, it's very delicate. And, and, uh, who is it? Phil Lord that, that wrote this? Um. Sure. You know,
2: Phil, Chris, uh. Chris Phil. Phil Lord. Chris Phil. Chris Filling.
1: <laughs> Phil Lord, it is Phil Lord. Um, but you know, he's he's the duo of um one half of the the Lego movie and Lego Batman.
2: This is better than those though.
1: No, it is. It is. Yeah. I agree, but those are also really good movies. Uh in their own right. They're really good animated films um that tell really good really good stories. Um you could argue that the Lego movie is a multiverse movie.
2: Oh, it is. I don't yeah. even think you could argue it. It is. <laughs> um yeah, so then um let's see. We did spider ham. Okay. So Lee Schreiber, who's yep. awesome. Fisk. He's Wilson Fisk, yeah. Kingpin. I like the design on this kingpin that yeah, he has too. no neck. He's right. just a suit He's a blob. with a head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and he's menacing, and I really like that they gave him a motivation beyond being evil. Um, they didn't spend a lot of time on it, no. Which was, I think, probably for the best because this movie can't be eighty-three hours long. <laughs> it was, it was enough for me to him just being more than I'm evil, and I
0: don't care. What well,
1: also it also humanizes him a little bit,
2: which I don't mind. No, you should.
1: Um, and, and- the best
2: villains are the ones we understand,
1: right? And so. Um, you know, in the last time we saw Fisk in any iteration, and this is after this film, I think, but was um, in the Daredevil show.
2: Actually, Hawkeye.
1: Well, it was Hawkeye, but that wasn't the Fisk from the
2: that same. That char-
1: is a different Fisk. Same character, same actor, different writing behind the the. the oh, Wilson yeah. Fisk. In um, Netflix's Daredevil, Wilson Fisk is a menacing badass. Um in Hawkeye he was just kind of meh. He was just kind of there. Um I never really got the menacing aspect from it in Hawkeye. Yeah. And I hope he's I hope we see he's coming back. Right. I hope we see um what's the actor's name?
2: Uh Oh gosh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah.
1: yeah. I hope we see him get the chew up scenes more, um uh, like he did in in Netflix's Daredevil is because he's he's really good. Anyways, here in, in into the Spider Verse, I thought like you know we we understand a motivation we under we understand it. I mean I mean we're both we're both family men. You know we get kids and and and, and a spouse, and you know I think if we had the ability to potentially bring them back to life, you know if you will, and uh, I think we would. Ex- I think I think anybody would probably explore that. And so the motivation, I, I'm very much on board with. Um, I, I I did enjoy his his animation. Um, it's because he's just this hulking this hulking mass of, of thing, and um, and he kills he kills uh, Chris Pine's uh, Peter Parker which is Bear's hands, you know, his, uh, his right? Essentially Hulk smash. Um, and and I thought and it was a good callback late, you know, at the end of the film where. He tries to to kill Miles Morales with the same same move or whatever, uh, and we see Miles Morales get up from it. Um, it's just more more rite of passage, you know, type of stuff. But um, I really enjoyed Fisk in this in this film. Um, I, I we probably could have used more of him. I think um, his time could have probably been split more evenly between him and Doc Ock. Um, but you know, that's
2: a matter of taste. I don't want less Doc Ock. I I mean I enjoy Catherine Hahn. I I I, did, I think we barely got enough of her and If I anything it. we, we may we King may have gotten too isn't much. that much different than the Kingpin in the other universes. So I was fine with us having a little less of him. Yeah, but in the other universe we don't get
1: the we don't get the same motivation. So Right, I want. I want us enough of it. Well, right, but I want. I want. I want more. I want. How long explore... do you want this
2: movie to? Be? I don't. I don't know. It is, I mean, that's the thing. You got to cut corners somewhere, and I think that's the right corner to cut. A matter of taste. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie, like uh, the, the my favorite, all of my favorite films, uh, it just gets me in the feels. There's a couple scenes where I'm like, ugh. So when he goes. And to talk to Miles when Miles' dad is outside of his apartment or his dorm and Miles is inside covered in webbing, his mouth is webbed, he can't talk back. And just the pained father, you know, being like, hey, he just lost his brother. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I don't want us to grow apart. And there's just like aching to have his son with him. I love that. And then there's the part where at the end, you know, he he's he's talking to miles after you know he's like, "Hey, I want to tell you your uncle Aaron He's like, "I know he's like, "How are you doing and he his dad starts to break up when he's talking, and miles immediately goes and hugs him as yeah. spider man just good stuff all yeah. around I mean their relationship is is awesome in this um in the com- i think it's better than the comics uh, is the way it's represented in um the comics he's more like he is kind of against Spider-Man, which is just kind of cliche. And I'm glad they did away with that at, by the end of this film. Um, but I, I, this movie is pretty perfect uh, to me. Um, and so I have very little criticisms. There's one thing we noticed that you noticed this time uh, on in the movie when Aunt May is like, come on yeah. in. And she goes to the backyard and just... Kicks the I mean, shit she, out of her back door. Chuck Norris
1: is the fucking door,
2: and the door explodes and <laughs> splinters everywhere. And then they cut back, and it's just fine.
1: Well, I was like, I was like, why did she just do their own damn door? Yeah, just <laughs> open it, right? Really good. I mean, maybe it was locked, and she didn't know where the key was.
2: <laughs> she uh, has not been out back in a while. I just, I,
1: I mean, Peter's been dead for a little bit.
2: Yeah, you know. I mean, I think you figured it out. So instead <laughs> of taking the time to search for the key, she just kicks the back right. door open.
1: Um. No, I I I agree with you. The the, the movie is emotional and in, in a in a fatherly aspect. I think um you know, we don't get too much of Miles's mom. Um but I think that's on purpose.
2: Again, and, you have to have corners cut. Right, right. You know I mean? But
1: like but I mean we get we we see her. Uh she's in the movie briefly. Um as as the the understanding uh parent. Yeah, the nurturer. Right. And so um you know, I, I just I really like cuz I I have a teenager, you have a teenager. Um so we're probably going through the same growth uh of our children um just from like a I have a girl, you have a boy. Uh so you may be able to relate more to this than than I can. Um but i see a lot of a lot of like real things like and i just think back to when, you know when when i was that age what was i going through but um a lot of relatable things here uh as as a parent yeah um and you know you just you 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 want the best for your kids um and in this is showcased by by miles's dad you know sending them to the this top notch school um, which made me think that maybe it's like a summer camp, but I don't know.
2: No, it's a, it's a boarding school of some kind. Yeah. In the comics, it's a boarding school. Okay. So, um, that school In this movie, he has a roommate. Right. Know, who's an Asian character. And in the comics, his roommate's name is Genki and he's an Asian character. And in Tom Holland's,
1: uh, Spider-Man, his best friend is an Asian.
2: Is Ned. Who's basically Genki. Right. Right. That right. character. Right. Is Genki with a different name. Right. Right. Um, like They casted him perfectly. So I have no problems there. But in this, he's not really in the movie, but he reveals himself at the end to be Spider-Man to his roommate. Right. And they do a fist bump, and it says like BFF or something like that. So <laughs> I think we're going to get more of him in the yeah. sequel, um, which would be interesting, uh, and I look forward to. So I, there aren't many movies I'm as hyped for as the next Spider-Verse, and just watching this again and being as into it as I've been um, every other time I've watched it. And like when you get to the final sequence where he's gotten his costume and he's painted it his way and he's got the graffiti and he's on top of the roof in his Jordan's and jacket backflipping. It just gives me the goosebumps in a very literal way. And, uh, it's perfect.
1: we, and so another perfect, uh, thing about this film that we haven't even talked about is the soundtrack bro
2: bro, i forgot to talk about the soundtrack of course you get the opening with the the post malone song i don't know the words (laughs) but i'll try to and miles doesn't really know the words and it's awesome right yeah but
1: that that entire i remember when this film came out and just going through the the soundtrack and it just it's it's banger after banger. Well, and
2: so for me there's that and then there's the one when he's that scene where he's jumping off the roof and doing the backflip and he's now fully Spider Man in this Hello Danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so killer and adds yeah. to like whoever did the move mu- like the music selection has great taste in music. Um it is a, a hip hop themed yeah. soundtrack. Um it's awesome. It, it, I mean, and that's, that just adds, it's like the
1: cherry on top um, yeah. of this film. And, and like we've, we've had films in the past that the soundtrack can make or break uh, a film. And I think if the soundtrack here isn't as good, I don't think it breaks it. Um, but the soundtrack it being as elite it. as it is yeah. completely changes the feel. It's because every beat of this film is done with a, with a song for, you know, off the soundtrack and it's emotional beats. It's, it's, um, I mean, one of the, one of the, uh, the, the scene you're talking about where he, he's jumping off the building and what's up danger, you know, I mean, that that song goes hard, but it's also meant to say, Hey, I got my powers now. I, yeah. I understand my abilities now. It's one of
2: the best scenes in the movie. Right. Of and, a movie filled with best scenes.
1: <laughs> and so that's, um, that is just another, uh, a plus, uh, you know, thing about this film is that every single and it's hard for them like you don't get I mean this this type of film where every single thing just lands only comes around every so often Um, and considering this is an animation uh, an animated movie about a superhero um, it won best animated film you know, at the Oscars the year it came out. Rightly so. Um and it went up
2: against some some Pixar uh Pixar juggernaut. Pixar sucks. <laughs> Listen, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it it definitely deserved it. And one thing that kinda gets me is Sony, you've had this license for so long. And now granted, I like the Tobey Maguire films. I even kind of like three a little bit. But why they're finally like, hey, They have access to all of these spider people, right? They could do a Jessica Drew film or TV show. I don't know if they have the rights to do a TV show necessarily, but they could do stuff like that. And they finally did. And it was amazing. And now we got a sequel. So I'm I mean, in in this, this upcoming sequel, it's it's a two-parter, correct? I I hadn't heard that. You might be right, but I I thought the
1: original title for this was part one. Not this film we just watched, but the sequel that's coming out. I, something, I, something, Spider-Verse, I thought it one. was
2: Across the Spider-Verse, but I, I I don't know. I
1: I don't know, actually. I, this is another moment of me talking out of my ass. I mean,
2: it sounds like you heard it from somewhere. I did least. hear it from somewhere. Uh, no, according to this, it's just Across the Spider-Verse. I'm not going to linger too long because I don't want to accidentally see that <laughs> Venom's going to be in it or something <laughs> awesome.
1: The, uh... Uh, I was trying to find what other okay. So this film that we just watched was up against Incredibles two,
2: which is good.
1: Uh, Ralph breaks the internet, which is fine. Uh, a, a film called Mirai.
2: don't know what it is. Uh,
1: I'm assuming it's a Japanese film. And Isle of the Dogs, which is a Wes Anderson film, and he can go suck a dick. Um, I there hate you that. have it. I hate gentlemen. That
2: dude. Okay, suck a dick, Wes. <laughs> But uh, after you do that, head over to Apple and leave us a five-star review, Wes.
1: I just... I can't stand that dude's movies. None
2: well, of that them. That doesn't mean he has to go fillet someone.
1: Uh, listen, he can do what he wants. Nobody's making him. All right? I mean, cause... if he wants
2: to, he can. <laughs> I'm just saying that as a punishment for making a bad film doesn't mean you have to go fillet someone.
1: Okay. All right. I'll get on board.
2: But... Wow. I won an argument. <laughs>
1: I just, I, man, all the all the dude's films are fucking terrible. What are some of his films? Uh, Isle of the Dog, which is stop, okay, bro- stop motion, oh, animated bullshit about oh, dogs on an island. No, I don't want to watch that. Right. Um, he's got, uh, I'm going to name you some other fucking okay. Wes Anderson, Anderson films. While you and do you that, tell
2: me which ones. I'm just going to go ahead and recommend this film. Yeah, end of the Spider Verse is a ten out of ten film for me. All right, I'm showing a you a picture of star. Wes
1: Anderson right now. Look, yeah,
2: he looks, looks like, like he hangs out with Leto. Looks like, <laughs> looks like. What? All the reasons, reason you hate this guy are gonna just be right in line with why I don't like Jared Leto. All right,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna name Wes Anderson's films: The Royal Tenenbaums. Never saw it. Garbage. The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Never saw
2: it. Garbage. The Darjeeling Limited. Never saw it.
1: Garbage. Uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. I, all right, we're gonna remove that because that was actually decent. Uh, Moonri- Never saw it. Moonrise Kingdom.
2: Never saw it. Garbage. Uh,
1: let's see. The Grand Budapest Hotel.
2: Never saw it. So the trick to to Wes Anderson films is to not watch them. <laughs> is what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> and then his his
1: uh, his latest film, The French Dispatch. No yeah, yeah right right you know I haven't right, right, okay, so. first
2: off I automatically avoid that sort of shit anyway um they they're, they're,
1: they're very- pre- they're very pretentious but but also being like weird um so it's just like ah. and I, I I think I commented on Twitter a couple weeks ago when the trailer for his upcoming film uh came out and I was like, damn, I think I might like this movie it was if it was directed by anybody else."
2: That's the Wes Anderson Corner. Now, Mark, do you recommend this film?
1: Yeah, 100%.
2: Great. It's draft night, bitches. <laughs> so, let's fucking go. June is, of course, anniversary month. So, we've decided that every June, we're going to do a theme called Draft a Theme.
1: Draft a Theme.
2: So, what we'll be able to do is look past all of our themes that we've done before that June. Yeah. As far back as we go. Yep. and pick whatever theme we want for that week, and then pick a film corresponding to that week. Once that theme has been drafted, it can never be picked again in future Junes. Gotcha. So next June, yeah, we won't be able to pick uh, Spider-Verse month or whatever, uh, Multiverse, Multiverse month, month. Uh, again, if one of us decides to draft it this week. Uh, but every June, we're going to do pick a theme as a way to celebrate our anniversary and allow us to maybe go back and And there are many times we're like, Oh, I don't know which one do I want to pick so many choices. Maybe give one of us or both of us a chance to go back and say, I'm going to go ahead and make this happen. Yeah. So, so uh, June is a five week month this month. Yes. Um,
1: and we both agreed on a film for martial arts um, month. for martial arts month. So, so we cannot pick martial arts as a part of our, our two
2: picks of a, a part of our two picks or next or year or next year. Right. Or going forward. Yeah. And, but of course by the next June we'll have 11 more months of right. themes to choose from. So the pool will only ever get bigger. Uh, so worry not now, Mark um, I've decided because you, I, I've i got uh, five movies here okay. and I think you've only selected two themes. So let's, I've
1: selected three themes.
2: Okay. So, what we're going to do is draft the theme first. Okay. Now, you don't have to maintain the order you draft your theme. Okay. So, if you're like, hey, I really want to get Van Dam month first, uh, you draft it, right, but you then know me you so want to well. do Van Dam in the third <laughs> week, you can. Okay. Make sense? <laughs> yes. So, you're just getting the rights to that month. So, okay. But I am going to let you go first because uh, you have fewer than me. I have a lot, of, a few more options. Okay, and I want to give you a chance to dodge a bullet, maybe.
1: I am, I'm going to dodge a bullet. Actually, I'm probably not going to dodge a bullet. No, but I think you'll I have en- two
2: bullets. I think, Just which one are you going to dodge? I think I think you'll enjoy
1: the the film I pick out of this theme. Um, but I'm going to start the month off with Nick Cage. Okay,
2: it's actually uh, on my list,
1: and I already know which one you had picked. So, what? We'll, we'll discuss. Oh. we we'll discuss. You think
2: no. I know which one you picked. Okay. But the one I picked was jujitsu and it looks like <laughs> shit. So you dodge one bullet. What's wrong with you? I, I'm gonna I I'm am going to draft movies starring musicians. Okay.
1: All right. Um you know, I'm gonna you'll never get me to say it, but this will be as close as I get to You love Van Damme to No. Uh, to acknowledging a certain
2: faux pas that was done. on You're the, doing Western month. I'm doing Western. Oh, month. that took my other. I had two Dick Cage movies on here. And one of them was a Western. Okay, well, that's gone. Damn. Okay, boy. So do I just ruin your whole month or just one week of your whole month? i'm gonna i'm 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 gonna pick see if you see this one coming, okay Van Dam month, oh God, but this is the last time we'll be able to right well, I mean I can van Dam you <laughs> under a different theme, but I can't just van Dam you for the sake of Van Dam so i I'm gonna pick Van Dam okay, and uh there we go, so okay, so we got our themes, so now you can pick whichever theme you want. To go in week one, and then your movie to go along with it. I think
1: it. I think I want to start us out hopefully on a high note, um, and you know we'll start with Nick Cage.
2: Okay, is this going to be the great bowing of amazing greatness or whatever?
1: It is the unbearable weight of massive talent.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So my Nick Cage film was Jujitsu, and then I I had did a Western one, which I guess you could still pick was a movie he's in called The Old Way.
1: <laughs> I saw that. As, as I was researching my Nick Cage films, and I was like, oh, that looks like garbage.
2: Okay. <laughs> I'm going to hold off on hitting you with my right hook. So for Van Dam month, okay. we're going to go to Van Dam first. And this is a movie I reviewed oh, on God. 30 Days of Van Dam. I had a lot of options. I could have us watch the perennial classic, Kickboxer. You could. You don't deserve that. I don't. I don't want you to come in here and shit on one of the greatest (laughs) films ever made. So I'm going to pick a movie I'm okay with you shitting on, but I also really like Van Damme, Dennis Rodman, double team. We didn't watch that. Which one? Which Van Damme? uh, We watched double. No, you didn't watch double impact either. I did that for 30 days of Van Damme. Which Van Damme? What was the Van Damme film? we, We watched Lionheart, JCVD um time cop that was time Cop. Was the one I was uh, that's a good movie so all right double team you know what? starring you Van glad listen what i want you to do because i want you to have a good time oh sure go into this movie of course it's a movie starring van damme and dennis rodman okay, sure that's where your expectations should be yeah just i'm gonna watch some shit i mean expectations are slightly below that but that's good <laughs> But what you should also expect is like, hey, maybe this will be fun, and I think you'll have a good time.
1: Okay, well, so with Western Month, I'm going to pick a Western. I'm going. It is. It is an actual Western.
2: I will leave this podcast and (laughs) just pick some shit that takes place in Texas.
1: Um, it is a uh, a very well known. I don't, I don't think it's an art house film.
0: I, I, I don't quit. quit. I, I, no, nope, I quit.
1: I don't, I don't think it's an art film. <laughs> I'm house shutting it down. <laughs> uh, there Will Be Blood.
2: Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've actually been meaning to watch this.
1: Wait, you haven't seen it?
2: I started it and I got distracted by something else. I probably had to edit a podcast. And I no, I'm on board. <laughs> okay. There Will Be Blood. Okay. Daniel Day Lewis. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Check out the Lincoln episode of. Uh, Spielberg chronologically, whatever that is. Okay. So let me tell you where my thinking was. Okay. I had another theme, Back to School. (laughs) Back to School. (laughs) I was going to draft. Let me find the full name of the film. Because it's not just called Back to School. uh, Let me see here.
1: I'm just glad you didn't pick some bullshit. Bullshit theme.
2: Like um, what? What would be a bullshit um, thing and you're speaking too soon for one. But I was going to pick back to school and we were going to watch a film called Hello Mary Hello Mary Lou Prom Night 2. Oh god. But I didn't. Aren't you grateful? <laughs> that would have that would have been fucking terrible. I wouldn't do that to you. So, I would I would I mean I would. You know, we we run a reputable podcast. No, we don't. Um,
1: we have to keep the the
2: numbers up. <laughs> <laughs> <Matt>. <laughs> Which is why I selected the film I did cuz I I think that it's a film uh that needs to be seen and that we had maybe even promised to getting to it sometime. All right, what's the theme? I don't know if I want to tell you again. Mu- Movie starring musicians. Oh, movies. Okay, okay. Um
1: is it another fucking meatloaf film?
2: <laughs> that was musical month, <laughs> but I wish. Uh, no, from 2019. Okay. It's a new movie. It's, yeah. It runs for an hour and 47 minutes. Okay. I'm on board so far. And it stars AJ. Uh, I don't remember his last name.
1: Yep. I know that. And guy. a
2: musician by the name of Master P. Oh, God. <laughs> we are going to watch I Got the Hook Up 2
1: get shit on. I, I should have You know, so I had I had That's
2: why I I was worried you didn't I had catch musician
1: it. month um as my third. If you did
2: that, guess what we'd be watching? Uh, Hello Mary Lou Prom Night 2. <laughs> you were going to lose.
1: No, I was going to I was going to draft um A Star is Born.
2: Oh, thank God. Oh. No, we're watching <laughs> I got the hookup too, baby. Like, so I was, I wasn't going to pick because I'm like, I don't know. And then I watched the trailer and I'm like, no, this qualifies. It's a sequel with black and blue. We get to see what they've been up to the last 20 years. <laughs> the fact that they made a sequel with the original actor later, or original people, the original pair, right? The same actors. Uh, yeah. I Who funded this movie? Uh, Satan. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm going to watch it. It's going to be good.
1: <laughs> All right, so you
2: are excited. I, admit it. You didn't hate. I yeah, got hooked I, I up. Did not,
1: you're right. I yeah. did not hate. You had I got fun
2: it. with it. <laughs> That's the thing. Like you don't understand. Like when I say I like shitty movies, I like fun shitty movies. I don't <laughs> sit here and watch boring garbage. Right. Like I like fun shitty movies. You can be shitty as long as we're having fun. And I think I got took up too. Is is going to do that for I, I, us?
1: I hope. I hope it's just like as off the wall, batshit, weird.
2: They own a restaurant, I think. Cool. Yeah. All right. And it's, they've, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I do hope that there are, there's a scene with two white cops and there uh, may be a good chance that they remove their heads and are black men underneath. <laughs> we don't know until we watch it. So, week five.
0: Yeah.
1: We, week five, we picked martial arts month.
2: Martial arts month's off the table and we yeah. just picked an all time perennial classic. Yeah. Uh, is it 89? 89. 1990. Uh, no, 1989, like yeah. you said. Um, starring, uh, animatronics and, uh, I can't, I think it was named Corey Feldman. Corey Corey Feldman's in there as the voice of Donatello. We're going to watch the original live action Ninja Turtles movie, which is an all time favorite of mine. I've seen it probably a dozen times. Yeah.
1: And we'll probably disagree about the, the pantheon of turtle movies, but what do you mean?
2: Like the quality, the rankings,
1: the rankings. Yes.
2: Yeah, because you like three, I,
1: right? I like three, but I think two's the best.
2: Uh I like. We'll save it. Yeah, but I don't hate two.
1: I don't hate three is because I they, hate they go, they, they're, they 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 yeah, battle three samurais. they is trash. They're samurais. It doesn't. They're fucking turtle the anim- samurais.
2: The animatronics in that movie are some of the worst. <laughs> like somehow the animatronics got, got worse. worse.
1: <laughs> probably because the budget went down
2: but two is really good you get token razor and yeah yeah, that's good shit yeah uh anyway that's our draft so let's uh let me write them down again so i don't
1: uh yeah we're starting out with uh nick cage uh month with the unbearable weight of massive talent uh and then we're gonna go into um van damme month oh my gosh
2: and listen, I, I pick movies that bring me joy. Although I've never seen "I Got the Hook Up" too, but it brings the idea of watching it brings <laughs> me joy. Uh, but we got to watch "Double Team," "Double Team," not then- "Double Impact," which is a a different film with two Van Dams. This is just one Van Dam and NBA legend. And, and you've
1: watched this film within the past year.
2: I watched it last June, a year ago.
1: Yeah, so like usually I space my Van Damme movies out,
2: but we're gonna watch it. No, I don't. Well, I do. <laughs> oh, I know. One no, a day, I... <laughs> like vitamins. And then you a Van Damme a day keeps the doctor. Away. You picked a western movie. Yeah, there, uh, there, there will, will be, be blood. blood. Uh, See, you know what would have happened had you picked this instead of other crap that it wasn't a western. Then we never would have been here. we would never have gotten to this point.
1: I'm just glad the months off the table.
2: Um, then we got, I got the hook up too, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Secret of the Ooze. We're not watching Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> we can do that again at another point. <laughs> I love Secret of the Ooze, but we're not watching it. So, we anyways, we do some bonus episodes. God,
1: the. Uh, you know what? What do we need more podcasts in our life for? Um, I don't.
2: <laughs> Although I have an idea for a new one, but put it in the book. We'll see write what it happens.
1: Down, uh, save it for a rainy I've day. I've already
2: started thinking about it. It has nothing to do with movies <laughs> or pro wrestling.
1: What else do you have to do
2: then? Don't worry about it. If it comes to fruition, I'll let everyone know. But okay. if you want to get in touch with Mark, you can do so by finding him on Twitter at I heard you liked.
1: Yeah, uh, you can follow Jeff on Twitter at podcast by Jeff, and uh, uh, Jeff, you want to? You're you're getting to the end of uh, your Spielberg chronologically by the by the time this is released, you'll
2: no, we won't be done yet because we're ending in June, but we'll be a couple weeks away. Yeah, so by the time this comes out, actually, there'll be an episode with Mark on it. Yep which we just recorded this morning yeah. of uh, whatever movie it was. I which, forgot. Uh, West Side Story. West Side Story. Correct. So you can look forward to that. We're almost done with that season. We're going to move into our new season, which is M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, that, that show keeps going. <laughs> so you can follow it on wherever you get your things. It's
1: the uh, the never-ending the never ending podcast. Um, well, once again, we want to give a shout-out to the I'm musical. podcast
2: by Jeff. Did you say that? I did say that. Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh give a shout out to the music this month uh south carolina rocker rustin kelly with his song michael keaton uh make sure you hit the show notes where you get all the links to his uh his sites his his socials uh, make sure you give him a follow like a subscribe uh we appreciate him this month lano sees his music here on the podcast and uh stay tuned i'm not going to announce who the the music is next month um but it's
2: uh it'll be good it'll be good Okay, I'll talk to you off pod about something we had a discussion about before. Oh, wait, we did. We did have a
1: discussion. Okay. It's completely slipped my brain.
2: Yeah. So Uh, tune in the month after that.
1: Yeah, tune in the month after that to get a singular new artist. There you Uh, go.
2: Um, What was I going to say?
1: No, I was just going to tell them how the music was going to work. Oh, go ahead. Uh, So for the month of June, we've decided that for each corresponding month that we picked like uh, Nick Cage month. I forget who uh, we had on Nick Cage month um, for the music, but we would pick the same artist, but feature a different song. And of course um, I will work ahead of time to contact the, the artist uh, either via email or socials and just make sure it's okay that we use a different song. So
2: Fort Defiance would be Nick Cage and, oh really? Ford Defense, okay. And then what was my next one was Van Dam. Van
1: Dam. That was um I don't think you like that guy's music. Uh, what? Van Dam Month.
2: I don't think. Uh Norman Sand. Which oh I, no, no, you think, like yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Norman Sand is. was good. And then what was the your um, next theme was Western? Western. Which uh what westerns did we watch?
1: We watched uh the infamous Western um, About the bank robbers <laughs> Fucking movie
2: <laughs> Bone Tomahawk Bone Tomahawk So let me see Who did the music on that episode Uh, Mason Pace Oh that's the one you didn't like No Was that yeah. Was that the metal band Yeah
1: the heavy metal one
2: Oh yeah yeah I apologize to them It's just not my t- I just don't <laughs> like the genre You know
1: And then um, You shit on my podcast It's
2: alright I'm not shitting on you
1: And then Um for musician, uh, month. musician month. What was that?
2: Uh I got the hookup. And that would have been uh David Morris with Dutton Ranch freestyle. Oh, okay. We got some David Morris got some bangers. And then martial arts month, we did raid. And that musician.
1: That was a December. Bonus. Oh, hell
2: yeah. The Schizophonics, I okay, love that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, something's got to give. Yeah, so look forward to hearing something new out of them each on the following weeks going forward, uh, unless one of them is like, "Fuck no!" Nah, last time you did that, people stopped <laughs> listening to my music and I got hate mail, which is we apologize. <laughs> Listen, we're
1: just we're just trying to help out some uh, some smaller artists uh, get some listens, but we understand we understand it's a business. Um, so anyways. Uh, catch tune in next week as we dive into Nick cage month with the unbearable weight of massive talent. Uh, Is Jeff that next
2: week already. God. Yeah. I need a beer. <laughs> uh, Jeff, um, any words of wisdom? Yeah. With great ability comes great re- accountability. Uh, God, no, I think you got that all wrong. That's what they did in the movie. You didn't hear his dad say that.
1: Oh, because they didn't want to say it. They didn't want to say with great response, great power comes great responsibility. Yeah,
2: right? With great ability comes great accountability I'm dad says
0: okay we'll <laughs> get I you know know right. why you think i've got the answers you must have been drinking on a plane now you try and take my words for ransom you must not be a-